0: This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 120. Today, we're talking about why self care is not selfish. In fact, we're going to talk about why it's essential and the best thing you can do for you and your team. You do not want to miss this one, folks.
1: podcast. Yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tracy and I'm Michelle. Welcome back. Yeah, another another day, another podcast. That's right. Another day of fun, another important message for you, our listeners. That's right. Cuz we're right. learning from you all the time as well and here we go. Well, yeah, everything we talk about is based on all the conversations we're having
0: with leaders all across the country, right? So Yes.
1: Yeah, so then when we do our solo episodes like we're going to do today, Tracy and I just put our little heads together and say, what has been emerging? Yeah. And today's a biggie. What's out there? Yeah, what's out there? (laughs) (laughs) Well, in this podcast episode, we're going to be breaking some myths about self-care and share some tips of how to reframe the importance of self-care for you as well as Share a very valuable resource at the end of the podcast. Yeah. So you want to listen to it all. You do. You do. (laughs) Because the surprise is at the end. That's right. So we have a major news flash today. Guess what?
0: What's the sound? It's like the ticker tape, right? For the news flash.
1: That's right. Okay. Take it away. Self-care is not selfish. (gasps) No. (gasps) No. What? (laughs) (laughs) Self-care is not selfish. In fact, it's probably the best thing that you can do for your team. Yeah. You know, now we
0: get it, right? We get it. When Mm -hmm. you signed up to be a leader, you committed to your organization, you committed to your team. And we know that, especially in these trying times, how much it matters to you. To be able to support them, to mm-hmm. care for them. You know, it's it's been an exceptionally long, huh. strenuous time, right? And they the frontline clinicians are certainly suffering and they're facing significant challenges. And you want to be there for them. But here's the big question of the day. Can you pour from an empty cup? I don't think so. <laughs> Have you ever tried to do that? Yeah. No, no. So obviously the answer is no. But you know what? Every day that you put everybody else's needs in front of your own and you neglect yourself, that's exactly what you're trying to do. You're trying to pour from an empty cup. You're trying mm-hmm. to give something that you really don't have enough of to give or mm-hmm. any of it to
1: give in some cases. Right, right. And what happens as a leader, if that's where your focus is and you're just giving to your team and your staff all the time before your own needs, you know, you're not filling your cup, well, you end up being really crabby, tired, exhausted, and just feeling drained. Ever felt that way? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. It's <laughs> it's an awful place to be. It is. You it know, is. you wake up and you're just like exhausted before you even get out of bed. I know. <laughs> Thinking about everything that's
1: coming that day and all the people you got to help, right? Yep, that happens. That happens a lot to leaders. And uh, the truth is, is that you may have not even had a good role model. And role models are so important as leaders. We're all role models. But if you haven't had a good role model on how to care for yourself first, then, um, you know, you just have had people to watch that are crabby and drained and tired well, exactly. and exhausted. Exactly.
0: Well, you look around you. Yeah. What are the other leaders in my organization doing? And you even compare yourself to them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, oh, I don't dare go home early if that person's staying late, right? If right. they're working the weekend, I need to work the weekend too, right? Like you don't want to be judged. Yes. Right, for, right? Right. And have that, you know that somebody thinks you're being selfish or self-centered, right? Mm -hmm. It's that peer pressure,
1: but we put it on ourselves.
0: We do. So much of it is not even a truth, right? It's something that we're putting on ourselves. And that's such a great point, Michelle. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And,
0: you know, we know it's really hard to kind of change things up, especially if if you have a servant leadership mind, if you, you know, really believe that you're there to serve and care for your team to care for you know make sure they can care for the patients um you know whoever it is you're serving or your clients you mm-hmm. know depending on what right. business you're in and and you really are you have some fears right about that judgment um you know it's like you don't want to let your team down either right you feel like if you take time for yourself you're going to be letting your team down but here's a new another newsflash you're letting them down by not taking care of yourself. Self-care isn't selfish. It's essential. It is. Right? And how, how good of a leader are you being if all you're giving them is what's in your empty cup, right? If you're trying to do this from a place of exhaustion and depleted energy and stress. That, that would be That would mean you're giving them nothing. Well, you're certainly not giving them your best, right? right? Like, how good are you really being? And are are you aren't you letting them down just by sure. doing that? Yep, right. Really, yeah.
1: So, how do you care for yourself? How do you prioritize that? Well, that's a good question. Right. Well, the first thing that you need to do is you need to really, you know, you need to feel your worthiness. Are you worthy of it? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and um, so it helps to just ask some questions, I think. You know, how do you prioritize yourself today? So just pause right now, wherever you're listening to this, and just think, how do I prioritize myself? What do I do today to take care of myself? Yeah.
0: But that big overflowing plate you have, yeah. are you even on that plate? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, really, when you, you when you tell people, my plate's overflowing, right? I've just got too much on my plate. Yep. Are you even on
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really yeah and then just what is your mental model for self care now, there could be a hundred different mental models out there about self care mm-hmm. so it's just really great to ask yourself, what yeah. is my mental model yeah. about self care What does that look like to me? What does that feel like to me um and then it's just not a matter of just acknowledging it it's really what do you do to prioritize it yeah that's that's the secret. What do you do to prioritize self care mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different things, and Tracy and I, with all of the different leaders we coach and work with, everyone's different. They learn from each other, like uh, different tips. So we thought we'd share some of our tips or things that have helped us when it comes to self-care. And uh, one of the self-care practices that I put into place years ago now, and still do it faithfully, (laughs) is um, I created... um, well, originally I had a Zen room. That's kind of not the case anymore. <laughs> now that I am self-employed and had to actually have an office at home. Yeah. But I do have a Zen chair, and I love my Zen chair. It's it's just special. I bought it just for my place to sit, to reflect. That's where I do my morning rituals every day. Is sort of like my little whimsical sacred chair, (laughs) and I use it for my self-care, and it's a priority to me. So in the morning, it's where I start my day every day, um, and I do my learning, I do my meditation, I kind of plan my day, and it's that time I take for myself to fill my cup so that I can really be present uh, throughout the day. And then I also use it throughout the day now, too. I take like little... Five-minute breaks, 10-minute breaks, just for quiet time. Um, So I guess you could say part of my self-care tips is I give myself timeouts. (laughs) And I go sit in the corner in my chair. (laughs) Yeah,
0: sometimes I give her some, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other thing. That I did for a self care uh, tip that just remind me I'm important. I come, f- I need to come first. Is I started this mantra of get yourself ready first, get yourself ready first, and even back when we traveled a lot, mm. and you got so much to do before you run out the door or you mm-hmm. run to the office, is I just trained my mind to just get yourself ready first, and and that helped immensely. And in a way, that could feel like a You know, like a limiting belief, like there's something wrong if I'm putting myself before, getting my family ready, my kids ready for school. But I learned, no, get yourself ready first. And then everything after that just was so much easier. And I still use it today. Get yourself ready first, Michelle. Yeah,
0: she does. (laughs) She does. She should know.
1: Yeah. She's always looking good and ready.
0: (laughs) Can't deny that. Uh, All right. So my mental model is I'm my first priority. And I'm very fortunate that I'm supported in that mental model because I have an incredible husband who also thinks I'm the highest priority. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you, that doesn't hurt. (laughs) And it is really something for you to think about. Who are your Mm -hmm. support systems and who's there to support you to make yourself a priority? And who else believes you're worthy of taking care of yourself? So that's just a little side note there. So for those of you that don't know, I am um, not just run the, I don't just run the operations of missing logic. I'm also a doctoral student and I'm completing my dissertation. And if you've never been through that process, folks, holy (laughs) moly, there's a reason there's not that many that do it. (laughs) It takes a lot of focus and it takes energy and mental concentration, right? And I'm at the end, so I'm starting to wrap it all up, put it together and preparing to defend. And one of the things that we teach the individuals that we coach is that balance is dynamic Mm -hmm. and you have to always be paying attention to the context of your life. And there are times where maybe your professional life is going to need more focus and energy than, you know, and you have to just know that. So for me, self-care is about making the decision of it, This at this point in my life where I'm running a business and finishing my dissertation, what's going to fill me up? Like it's not everything that's on my self-care list. So I have to choose and I have to be really mindful about what's going to give me kind of the biggest bang for my buck, right? So for right now, that's my mental health, my spiritual well-being and my relationships. Those are the three things that I'm kind of focused on giving my attention to. So, like Michelle, I have a morning routine. My morning routine used to be about 2 hours long. To be quite honest with you now, it's about 45 minutes, right? Like so I had to compact it. But I focus on the things that are going to help me that day and help me that week the most. I always do hypnosis. Every morning I get up the first thing I do is hypnosis. Now, That's really about just connecting with my subconscious so that I can be the person I need to be that day and help me to achieve the things I am striving to achieve right now. So that's a way for me to get to kind of those subconscious beliefs that we're going to talk about later um, (laughs) and kind of take care of that, right? I I also have a personal coach. Because right now I'm in a point of transformation, personal, professional transformation. And so my part of my self-care is being coached and really taking, you know, being mindful about my thoughts and what I'm doing, who I'm being, um, and I'm getting guidance on that. And that's very important to me at this point in my life. Um, and I think the other thing just is time with my husband. So I try to be active as well. And because weekends are dissertating time, <laughs> I always carve out about an hour and a half, two hours or so to do something with my husband, you know, something physical. We usually go golfing summertime mm-hmm. when we're, we're shooting this. And so, um, you know, we've been golfing every weekend, you know, at least once a weekend, just spending some time in a fun activity together. And then I, from our other relationships, I spend time with my grandchildren anytime I can, either on Skype or in person. So those are the things that are filling me up right now, and that's that's what's important to me right now. After I get through this dissertation, it'll be a different story, right? Yeah. But it's about choosing, and I'm just being very intentional. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we can tell you right now, which is the promise of this podcast, if we threw those things out the window, we'd both be in deep trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd be in deep trouble. So. Again, self care is not selfish. And um, we each get to define what that is for us. And I think, Tracy, your story was such a great example of sometimes it has context. This is just the way it is right now. Does it mean that's the way it's going to be, you know, in two months from now, three months from now? I can't wait to get back to a two hour morning ritual. Yes, yeah. 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 So, what helps with this too is just really understanding um, polarity intelligence, which we've talked about quite a bit on our podcast, because that is what helps you recognize this really is an interdependent pair. Yes, caring for self and caring for others need each other, and you need both. Yeah. Um, and so, it really when you you just need to appreciate that it. it's a universal law, and if you don't get that then it will always feel selfish to you. You'll never do it, and you'll end up with the negative consequences.
0: Yeah, I think just understanding that this is a universal principle that Mm -hmm. is never going to change, right? It's like gravity, right? Like gravity is there. It's always going to be there. It's going to hold us to the earth. This is the same kind of thing. This is not something you can dispute.
1: Right. It is what it is,
0: and you are guaranteed 100% that you will fail if you don't pay attention to this. Yeah, universal law, yeah. right? This principle. exactly. And uh, over time, like you can have some success, you know, but over time, this is going to take its toll and you're going to be in big trouble.
1: Yeah. So it's just the power of that energy, that dynamic tension, that dynamic balance that you need to put in place. Mm-hmm. That's where the magic sits. And it's also really good to know what your preference pole is, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we all have one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if your preference poll, <coughs> uh, especially as a healthcare leader where a lot of us come up from is caring for others, then you're gonna have some blind spots. Then it will be even more important that you put attention and you know, intention around your self care. Yeah. Because you can get into trouble really fast. Yeah. Yeah, those are your blind spots, right? Mm-hmm. And hey,
0: this is in our DNA. It is. If you're a clinician leader, yeah you're there to care for others, right? Like yep. that's your purpose. So it, you know, it can seem really difficult to make shifts, uh, yep. uh, you know, that are contrary to that. And it's not to say you you don't do it, but the thing to remember here is it's about both. And we're not saying don't care for others or don't prioritize them at any point. Right. We're saying you need to also prioritize you. Yeah. Right. It's just that shift in belief mm-hmm. and beliefs are at the core of all of this. Let me tell you. <laughs>
1: All right, we are about halfway through this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, and we wanna take a moment to share that we are very excited about a new program we've released. Let's face it, you and your teams have been through some incredibly stressful times, and it's challenging to know how to support the team and still take care of yourself in the process. We help healthcare leaders become thriving, resilient, and unstoppable leaders. We've recently created a new self-study program titled Caring for Others Without Neglecting You. In this self-study, you will begin to develop polarity intelligence to leverage the tension in your life and create your own personalized strategy for balancing caring for your team and you. Go over to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events to learn more and enroll today. Beliefs are subconscious. We aren't even always
0: aware of our beliefs. And so when you have a belief that this is selfish or self-centered, you're never going to take your your actions anywhere else because our beliefs impact our emotions. They impact our behaviors, right? So if you feel anxious, if you have a belief that this is self-centered or selfish, And that creates anxiety. Anytime you think about doing something for yourself, you're not going to do it. You're not going to follow through with the behavior. Right. Because your body won't go where your mind doesn't take it. So this (laughs) is a place you got to shift, right? This is the thing you got to change. And everything really is first mental. Mm -hmm. Then you move into action, right? And that's just just the truth of it. It does. So you have to ask yourself, right? what are my beliefs and where did the heck did they come from? (laughs) Because sometimes we're indoctrinated. Well, you're indoctrinated as a clinician. You are here to care for the patient. The patient comes first. How many times have you heard the patient comes first, right? Then you get into a leader, your team comes first, right? The organization comes first.
1: Everybody comes first, right? Which means what? You come last. Well, yeah, and many of the healthcare leaders that, we know and that we are engaged with not only are they leaders and their team come first, but they're their parents. And sometimes they're parents of young children, too. So mm-hmm. that even makes their cup more empty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So or if you have a preference for your professional life. Mm hmm. Your professional life is going to come first, regardless of what that is. That might not even just be what you're doing in the organization you you're working. It might be contributing professionally, you mm-hmm. know. It can be, yep. you know, writing, speaking, whatever, right? So there's a long list of things, right? And mm-hmm. um, so here's a couple things to think about, right? Like, do you believe putting yourself first is self-centered? Do you think it's selfish? Is that a belief that you hold? Um. Do you believe it takes a lot of time to care for yourself? Because some people, right, they don't do it because they think, I don't have time. It takes too much time, right? Um, that's a belief. Do you believe um, it has to happen all at once, that self-care has to be done in one movement? Like, I've got to take 30 minutes. i got to do this, you know, I've got to do it all at one time because that influences your behavior, right? Mm -hmm. Then you're going to think, oh, well, then I just can't fit that in, right? That's just not that. Nope, I can't do that. So as an example, you know, we had um, somebody that we worked with one of our coaching programs and kind of her belief was I could only ride my bike when time allowed for it, Mm -hmm. right? But then she flipped that belief into, right, this serves my higher good. Mm -hmm. I feel more energized. i I'm, I'm at my best mentally when I'm riding my bike. When I do that activity, it feeds my mental capacity and my energy, energizes me, which that makes me a better person. So she had that realization that right, that belief was really getting in her way of doing something that was really going to make her better as a leader. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she's experiencing a lot of different outcomes now, positive outcomes. Oh, a lot of positive a lot outcomes. Of positive oh, outcomes. yes. Yeah. And another uh, coaching client we worked with actually had COVID. And um, so she went through some limiting beliefs on you know, not being able to have the energy to do anything for herself to help build up her endurance. And she really flipped that to, I can start small and improve every day. And um has put a whole goal together of again, not going from zero to a hundred, but just slowly building her endurance and taking that time for herself, recognizing that impacts her time with her husband, her time in her work. And um and it it doesn't to Tracy's point, it doesn't have to be like a full day marathon. It's just starting small and working yeah. more and more towards your goal. Well, any
0: amount of quiet time, yes. meditative time, physical activity, <clears throat> whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, it, it, a couple different times during the day, right? It's, it, it doesn't all have to be, like, you don't have to spend an hour. You're exactly. It's just a full half hour, right? Yep. It's just thinking through that.
1: What are you and, doing? And what are
0: your beliefs that are getting in your way, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you want to just, you know, really what we're asking you to do is just do some reflection on, you know, prioritizing yourself. And what are you doing to prioritize yourself right now? That's the bottom line, right? And, you know, we've worked with so many different leaders that have been struggling with this. And, you know, they weren't necessarily putting themselves first. Or they had some limiting beliefs. And, you know, just taking the time to stop and pause and reflect Mm -hmm. on that made a significant, significant um, difference for them. And it really kind of helped them move themselves from the bottom of their list of of their priorities Up to the top because they realize that's what's going to fill their cup. And when they fill their cup, right, they're going to be able to give more and be better, right, at what they're giving. Um, So, you know, one of the things that we've done is we've just been learning from all of that and what we know about this dynamic balance, right, and prioritizing and. You know, balancing caring for yourself and caring for others, we put that into actually a self-study program. Mm-hmm. It's called "Caring for Others Without Neglecting You," and uh, and that's really a great resource for you, especially if you don't know even where to start or how to how to flip some of these beliefs.
1: Yeah, and what's so great is we were able to take uh, you know this concept called polarity intelligence and put it in the module, so you mm-hmm. can really get an introduction to it, understand how this dynamic energy works uh, between self and other. And the other awesome part about it is you get your own Caring for Self, Caring for Other blueprint, which is a tool where you actually can take the reflection that Tracy and I are talking about and really think about how it shows up for you, Mm -hmm. what are some actions you can put in place for you and for others, and and, uh, help to develop some new habits. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because, you know, once you realize maybe you're holding on to this belief that self-care is selfish and you're ready to let go of that belief, Mm -hmm. then it really just helps to have a strategy to keep you on track, to keep you moving in the direction that you want to move in, to kind of give you that sense of when you're off track and when you kind of fell down. I mean, we're not perfect folks. Like we have our ups (laughs) and downs too, right? But we know the principles to use and we go back to them and we leverage them. And and that's what makes the difference, right? That's what keeps us moving forward and not sliding off the path and laying on the side of the road, right? <laughs> so, you know, we just keep moving, right? Because we know what we need to do to course correct when we do hit a bump in the road or when, you know, something mm-hmm. happens and mm-hmm. we're, mm-hmm. and, you know, we need to up our game, right? Again, so I just just want you to really think about this, right? And, and think about where are you going to be? six months or a year from now, if you keep going down the path you're going, if you keep holding a belief that self-care is selfish, or even if you don't hold that belief and you're not putting yourself first or you're not prioritizing your care, where are you gonna be? If you're already tired and exhausted and cranky, mm-hmm. you know, there there ain't much way to go. You're gonna <laughs> like slide right down into the burnout hole, right? Like you're gonna you really are putting your health and well-being at risk. And you're going to end up with some significant health issues over time. Maybe some even mental health issues, yeah. right? Yeah. And really, just you need to think about that. And do you really want to be that kind of role model mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for your team? Because that's what you're doing. You're role modeling exhaustion and crabbiness and being tired. And how effective are you being? Is that what you really want to contribute? And that is only going to get worse if you don't, Exactly. Take care of yourself. It's now. not going to get better. No, that's for sure. It's not.
1: No. Or do you want to be happier and more balanced and more joyful as a leader and have that energy and have that clarity? To me, there's so much mental clarity that comes along with this, too, uh-huh. when you're not tired and cranky and, and yeah. burned out. you know. Yeah. And do you want to be your very best self at work and at home, in your professional life and in your personal life? Um, that's the that's what self-care brings to you.
0: Yeah, and it's, and I'm I'm just going to say if you're struggling right now to even think about what that looks like, that's a big sign. Yeah. Like if you're sitting there thinking I can't even put in my mind like, you know, the vision of having being that, thriving, happy, no stress, like if you can't even visualize that, you're further mm-hmm. down the road than you think you are. And you really need to think about, you know, Taking care of yourself and and prioritizing your self care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. you can be a thriving, resilient, unstoppable leader. Yes, we know that, right? We've been working with people who are doing it every day, so we know you can too. And uh, it's just really been fun to be here and to talk about this. We feel, in case you can't tell, we feel kind of passionate about it. <laughs> We just know it is one of the biggest things out there. And you know, shifting your beliefs and your mental model around self-care can be one of the very first steps that you take. We just wanna invite you to do that. And uh, to prioritize yourself. And uh, we're doing everything we can to support leaders to do that.
1: That's so, right. We you want your new mantra to be self care is not selfish. Self care right. is not selfish. It's essential. <laughs> it is. It's
0: essential. <laughs> exactly. And so that wraps up another episode of Health Here's Missing Logic podcast. We're just glad to be here with you every week. And thank you for listening. We're grateful that you're out there listening to our message. Yes. Stay keep, safe and stay healthy. And keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> caring for others, and caring for yourself. (laughs) See you next time.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.